Aloha, Kehlani. Aloha, sunshine. And aloha, listeners. Aloha. (laughs) (laughs) Aloha, listeners. Welcome to the Zen Tiki Lounge, the tiki bar that lives in your head. My tongue got (laughs) twisted on a cocktail. (laughs) Yes. It's because we've had so many technical difficulties. We're already almost done with our cocktails. Well, we we have another one. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been far too long since we've had you in the yes, lounge. Yes, it has. Um, I have to say my thing because I said it the other times. Say it. I wonder if we have any listeners that were rocking out uh, monkey raft phantasmic style like I was to our intro. I want to know. You're not the first person who said that. that yeah. It has some similarities to it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just want to know if there's anybody else who goes full monkey dance on on like I do. If you know, you know. Yeah, I want. I just want them to let me know. Well, we haven't we haven't recorded in a while. June no, we 5th haven't. Was the last recording, and this is July sixteenth. Yeah. And now, when we recorded last, we said like, "Oh no, 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 we're good. We're gonna be regular again." And um. <laughs> and then shit hit the fan. Similar to my bowels lately, <laughs> oh, lots of irregularity. Oh no. And I have a story about that a little bit later. No, you don't want it. But we are it. enjoying a cocktail here in the dimly I'm lit sorry, tiki bar listeners. that is the Zen Tiki Lounge because that's what we like to do at the top of the show. Mm-hmm. And we are having the sand trap. Ooh, and it's so tasty. I only have three blended drinks mm. in my whole repertoire. Of but I get one of them today. Recipes on the website. And this link will, be, mm. of course, be with um, the post Mm-mm. so that you can check it out. So it's a it's a take on a pina colada. I, I use light canned coconut mm. milk instead mm. of Coco Lopez. So it's not as sweet. It has a pineapple infused rum. It's got a blackstrap float. Ooh, and I love that blackstrap yeah. float. It gives it like a nutty flavor. And it's got some coconut mm, rum in it, it as does. well with oh, just a so touch tasty. of lime. And that pineapple. Did you already say the pineapple? I think so. Rum. It's green. It looks like chartreuse. Well, this particular pineapple infusion is green. I don't know why they chose to color it green. That's just stupid, really. It really is. But it tastes good. But it's a, it's a tasty blended drink. And when you layer the... Um, all the flavors. Black strap rum float on top. It starts to seep down the sides. Ooh, it does. And look like it's sinking. It it's looks the like sand dessert. Trap. That's what it looks like. It looks like dessert. The music that you hear on the vinyl today is it's fun. The Enchanted Sea by Martin Denny. Yes. At some point, I'll have to get up and switch it over. Mm-hmm. Because it has been so long, we definitely have some things to talk about here in the lounge. Mm-hmm. We have a very long listener mail segment. We do. It's because it's been so long. And it's not a bad thing. No. Excuse me while I sip. We also have no some technical problem. difficulties here, and this is our <laughs> third start. Yes, yeah, so we're we're already a little uh, inebriated. But that's okay. Uh, Kehlani, mm-hmm. when you were here last, mm-hmm. I told you that we would talk about something fun in particular, and it's on this week's list. I'm just going to tease you with that. Okay. We're going to we're going to talk about it a little later. You're but before, such a tease. But before we do the mail segment, I think I should introduce you to my new toy that the husband bought oh, me. Oh yes! And he's going to show. He's going to remind me how to this use is it so because cute. I forget. But um, it's called Gotta Go Flamingo. It's so cute. It is a potty training toy for the youth. I just I just got to say that um, it, it's not lost on me that you have flamingo straws in our drinks. I do. <laughs> uh, so 
I'm gonna describe it to you. So as um, long as this flamingo is going blackstrap rum, I'm good. It's a flamingo, and it's got a very long neck. You'll see it on the show notes and on the post, or on the social medias. And um, you can open up the flamingo's mouth and feed it, and then you sit it on the toilet, and it goes. (laughs) And it has a fun little song that goes along with it. So. Um, if you would like to start warning, start warning, the show. warning, warning, this will get stuck in your head. Yes. Oh, you got to mute this music in the background. Push, push the button. Push the button. That gets it started. No, she's hungry. Yeah, so oh, she's telling us she's hungry. Now we're going to feed her. So we're filling her guzzle. She opened her beak. We're filling her guzzle. Fill, 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 fill. She's straining. Oh, she's going potty. Oh my gosh. She's pottying. So the, the food has gone down her neck and into her body and is now being excreted into the little toilet she comes yes. with. When does she sing her song? Squeezing it out. Oh. And that's the sound of flamingo soft serve. <laughs> and I think she's Oh, what done. a good girl. Just a good girl. All right, so, well, there'll be a lot of editing involved with that. <laughs> uh oh, gotta go. Oh, gotta go. Uh oh, so I, gotta go. Uh oh, gotta go. <laughs> okay, stop, stop, stop her now. I'm, um, can we have boop. the music back? <laughs> I like how the engine goes boop. Uh oh, gotta go. Uh oh, gotta okay, stop, go. Okay, stop, stop, stop. Uh, You're the one who did this adults, to me. Adult drinking with, with potty toys. We'll put a link up if you want. It's, it might be a fun toy for you to give somebody who has a potty training young one. Um, I can't see that the potty training age, which is like between two and three, right, is really... I don't see mm-hmm. the child using this on their own. The parent needs to be involved. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, it's it's like a showing, you know, like... It's like to say, like, if you go potty, you get to see the flamingo, yeah. right? Or Or it's like, see... The flamingo can go potty on the potty. Now you can go potty on the right? potty, right? Mm-hmm. Because some kids are afraid of the potty. Or they're just lazy. Yeah. Or they just, well, or they don't want to stop playing. But no, a lot of them are actually afraid. Why? My Why youngest, he, he, had a, he was no problem peeing, but he was terrified to poo in the potty. Oh my goodness, that's too bad. Too bad. Yeah. All right, well, it's time to dig up the mail sack, and we'll be right back here in the Zen Tiki Lounge.
Oh. Like the sands through the hourglass, so is our tiki mail sack. <laughs> oh, I bet people can't guess what's in the mail sack this week. <laughs> oh, boy. Other than A mail. Lot. Other than mail. Mm-hmm. Okay, so first one comes from Mr. K. Hey, Mr. K. And he asks, can I bribe you to visit Kate Pearson's Lazy Desert Airstream Motel and do a review? Mm. Are you familiar with the place, Kaylani? No, let me look this up. So uh, make sure you look up the one in California and not the one in New York. So Kate Pearson of the B-52s, we've mentioned this on the podcast before, but... Sorry, Lazy what? Lazy Meadow. But the one in California is called Lazy Desert. But if you look up the Lazy Meadow, you will find the link to both on the same website. Why does it have to mean desert? And, uh, well, so it's um, it's six or seven Airstream trailers out in the middle of the California desert near Joshua Tree National Park. Nice. And the husband and I have sent in a reservation request. Oh. We um, I, we asked for the one called, and if you you look at the link, listeners, we asked for the one called Planet Air. Nice. Instead of Planet Claire. And as our second choice, we actually picked the Tiki because they range in, in landers. They range in length from 19 feet up to 32 feet, the Airstreams. Ooh. And we wanted one of the larger trailers. Yes, I would too. Because you go to this place, you're literally in the middle of nowhere. You're not going to do much else. So you are going to use the picnic table they the give desert, you. And it's the desert, so it's hot. And you're going to cook your own food and you're going to stay there for one or two nights and just kind of enjoy the space, take some pictures in the desert, walk around a little bit. But you're not going to, I mean, it's it's driving distance to other things. Like you could definitely go into Joshua Tree, uh, mm-hmm. go there. We're going to go the, we're looking at the first week of October and the weather in October out in Joshua Tree and the high desert is quite nice. So I'm really looking forward to it. So we have finally booked the place and others nice. others may have heard of it. Um, but again, a vintage Airstream is really cool. It has air conditioning. It sleeps too, yes. only two. You can't bring kids. You can't bring pets. And um, it has bathroom facilities the dark and a shower. passenger has been wanting an Airstream, by the way. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. He's not getting one, but he wants one. Mm. He's not getting one. Mm-mm. You're making that point clear. Uh-huh. Okay, so that's so that's the first question. And so now we've booked the place, and we will be going. Uh, he nice. did also say that he would bribe me with... Um, uh, uh, a nice uh, B-52's uh, CD, an, a foreign issue CD that's very hard to oh. find. Um, but the bribe is not necessary. I'm finally getting around to going anyway. But, but he will accept it. No, no, I don't need it. it. I don't need it. <laughs> this next question comes from Mango Matt. Hey, Mango Matt. I have two questions for you. I love me some mangoes. I'm a relatively new listener, so I apologize Ooh. if these topics have been discussed before mm. or if I am being greedy with my question Ooh, allotment. Greedy allotment. Nah, Phil's time. It's fine. My first question is simple. Do <laughs> you have, for him to have to plan. Do you have a guilty pleasure cocktail? For me, it's the pina mm. colada. While I agree that he a well-made... He would enjoy this week's drink then. Painkiller is far superior. Oh, yes, I love a painkiller. That won't stop me from guzzling down a pina colada or seven on a cruise ship. Oh. Okay, so do you have a guilty pleasure? It is, I love the painkiller. Love a painkiller. Is that yours? Because it's a yeah. very high-calorie well, drink. I, oh, yeah. Totally. I will say... That or the marooned, which I have not had in years. Oh my god! But I it last I can only have one marooned because it's so rich it will make my tummy yucky. Yeah, that one also uses this um, cruise and blackstrap 
uh, rum mm-hmm. as a float. Mm-hmm. Actually, not as a float. You blend no, it right you, in. No, you blend yeah. it in. But the thing I also love about that is it doesn't just have that. It has the macadamia nut liqueur. Yeah. Oh, and it's it's. I love the nutty flavor. You of know, it. I need I need to post that drink finally. Mm. I, I just I shy away from posting the super sweet drinks. I like a more spirit yeah. forward cocktail, even. In but a that's drink. those two would be my guilty pleasure for sure. Okay. So, I love I love 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 love. You know, as love. as I guess as far as a guilty pleasure, um, tiki drink, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be the coffee drinks. Oh. So I like some of the. <laughs> Some of the old rum coffee after dinner drinks that Ugh. you find at a Trader Vic's, at a Don the Beachcomber. I can't stand coffee. I'm really? Sorry, listeners. I hate coffee. You because, know me. Because they you tend know to I be, hate coffee. They tend to be sweet. It's definitely a dessert drink. It's not something that I would ever start my drinking with. Oh, shit, I made a mess. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. But it's... but. Um, I'm gonna have to move. But I really do. I really do like them, and I, I would say that you know, I, I, you know, give me the whipped cream on top. Give me the straw. Oh yeah. Um, I want the works. Love the whipped cream on top. So I guess, I guess those would be my guilty pleasure. And there's quite a few of them, and it depends on where you go. Um, you know, if it's a Don's or wherever it might be, Flaming Coffee Grog yes. is one that I like. There's um the Don the Beachcombers Coffee Grog, which is another one. Mm. Uh, you can look up those recipes eh. online. Good drinks. I do miss Don's Mai Tai. Mm-hmm. I believe somebody asks about Alernum later, so we might be talking about that. Okay, let's see here. Um, the next part is... Um, oh my gosh, why can't I find it? Oh, my second question <laughs> invites a little deeper discussion. Ooh. We'll be the judge of that. Right. Imagine you How are on a road you trip go? and you have to take a long detour. Mm-hmm. You pull off in a small town with nothing interesting in it, but they do have a tiki bar. So you decide to stop in for a drink. What would your experience have to be to warrant a trip back to this out of the way specialty bar to visit? Now, I almost feel like we asked this question before, but like I may not remember. And if we're answering it again, Mango Matt, you get a do over. Yes, I'm just going to say atmosphere and the cocktails and you need to have halfway decent something to eat. If you're in the middle of freaking nowhere, you don't want to be drinking all that tiki drinks on an empty stomach. So I would just say it has to be like you got to have some sort of decent poo-poos that you could order. But for me, it would have to be the atmosphere with the, the quality of the cocktails. I'm going to say atmosphere followed by drinks followed by service. Yeah. Yeah, service I, too. A lot yeah. of problems with bars out in the middle of nowhere is it's, it tends to be locals yeah. and they tend to not pay attention yeah. to random people who stroll in. Mm-hmm. And they'll just keep talking to their local friend that's at the bar already. And that really POs me, right? And then I would never go back to a place. But if they yeah. greet me, if they have suggestions, if they say we have, have a favorite, I'm going to I'm gonna probably fall in love with the place. The decor actually doesn't have to be over the top, but if it's dim yeah. lighting... Yeah, that's and some it, ambient and it's some ambient it lighting in the corners. Yeah. Maybe even just the lighting over the pool table because a lot of them will have stuff like that. And um, as far as the drinks go, it doesn't have to be Smuggler's Cove. It can just no. be like a, but the atmosphere still. Like I don't want to walk in there and it and it like screams like eighties eighties uh, right. metal. And they know? really only for me have to have like 
two solid drinks on the menu and the rest can be overly sweet, blah, 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 blah. But if you've got like two solid tiki drinks and you're calling yourself a tiki bar or two solid tropical libations mm -hmm. that are good and not skimping on the booze, I'm going to be happy. Well, and I think that you also, it also needs to have like a... um. I, I, I would Spit say it, it has to, I would, I would say for me, it would have to have more than two because I'm kind of picky and about a lot, some of my drinks. Right. So like, but you should have like, okay, you, I would say like, it, if you're like, we're known for our Mai Tai, like right. we went to a restaurant that was known for their Mai Tai. And I was like, this is not a fucking Mai Tai. This is a bunch of juice and some grenadine, you know, like how are you known for your Mai Tai? Like, like make sure that it's legit. And it's good. Sometimes, though, if you're in a certain area, your clientele doesn't care. And you can say yeah. you're known for that drink and everybody orders it. Like yeah. on Catalina at that place with the straw mm -hmm. hats. Yeah. What is the name of that place? I don't know because I haven't. Oh, I can't remember. But but they have this one drink that everyone is supposed the wiki wacky or the wiki whacker. Oh, okay. That's what it is. And you, it comes with a straw hat. And so the drink is way overpriced. And all you're getting is pineapple and orange juice with some rum in a cup with ice. Yeah. And like an, and a, and a sloppy orange wedge over you gotta, it. It's you got to You got to go to Two Harbors and you got to order the uh, buffalo I, milk. I, I haven't been to Two Harbors yet. You can get buffalo milk on the rest of the island. I know. But no, but you have to drink it in Two Harbors. That's what I'm saying. Like okay. That's the experience you got to have. At the bar there in Two Harbors. Okay. Now we have a really long set of questions from Ooh. from Al. Hi, Al. Longtime listener, first time caller. Wink, wink. Thank you, Al, for being some, a caller. Some backstory. Oh, I'm getting a little brain freeze from the sand trap. See, I got that too. Uh, oh, fuck. I got it earlier, but thank God you were the one talking. <sighs> yeah, can't suck it down too fast. I know, poor sunshine. He's like, oh my gosh, you can see his eyes are practically crossing right now. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. Here we go. Ooh, some backstory. Get some warm water. He says he's making mouth. it as short as possible. Okay. Fellow gay exotic cocktail and pop tiki Ooh. addict here. Outgoing guy, but after mm -hmm. attempts at trying to infiltrate the tiki community on social media years ago <laughs> and being scared off, mainly oh. along the lines of tiki has to be this and not that and less mm. of and less of the gay thing, but still some of that. I have hid in my Eagle Rock apartment and just Aww. brought traditional exotic cocktails to myself, my cat and my friends. Aww. I haven't been to many tiki bars. Living in Los Angeles and working in Palm Springs for years oh, wow. with work trips to Scottsdale, I have been able to visit some great tiki bars, yes, but you still have. have yet to make it or be able to get tickets to a tiki event. Mm -hmm. It is time. Yes. After the experience on social, going alone as a 34-year-old man to an event stresses me out. Ah. So... Now, I understand he hasn't that. Asked a question I understand yet, though. that. No, he hasn't. So but that's the I, backstory. I, I have empathy for his situation. Sure. I mean, I'm not a gay man, but I have empathy. You don't need to be a gay man to answer this question. Exactly. Or to okay. have empathy. Now on to the questions. First, the ones that you may be able to insert into a future show. Now, by the way, I read this when he sent it. It's been a while. I was probably sipping my nightcap, and I don't remember the second half of this at all. So Because he was drunk. I, I just said mm -hmm. that. I said I was having a nightcap. This doesn't mean you're drunk. That's true, but I was. Okay. So 
so um, here we go. Five nightcaps. He, <laughs> he says, now, I don't have social media. And I know most of the OG Tiki sites, like Kritiki, uh, are not being utilized anymore. And instead, the community events and socializing happens on those social platforms. What would be your suggestion for getting connected with people if I don't have social media? I'm not going to say anything, Kalani. Mm, you answer first. If I don't, I would say go to an event. I would say try go to an event. I would also say um, there are some that still do old school email, like uh, even though the, like Tiki Land Trading Company around here in the OC area, you can go to those. You can go to that little. I mean, it's a marketplace, but. I, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm so gonna judge Al a that? little bit. Oh, you're um, gonna be a dick. No, it's good judging, right? It's mm. it's more like it's I'm gonna, it's commentary. So based Al, on and I thank you for the backstory. Ignore the asshole. I in love the that by the way. And you say that you're from Eagle Rock, mm-hmm. which is um, commuting commuting to Palm Springs. Well, but it's Eagle Rock is an area that has gentrified, and mm. um, it's it's quite a nice part of Los Angeles. And so you you aren't on social media and you live in Eagle Rock and I'm like going, is he a hipster? Oh my God. No, I just, that's my initial vibe, right? But there's nothing wrong with that. What? Because he likes Tiki, so he's redeemed of all, Mm. even if he is a hipster. Mm, We don't really call people hipsters anymore. There's so many other words, but. Yeah. I'm going to. Hold on. I'm going to, I'm going to put another album. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm just going to go from the non-judgy point of view and I'm just going to say, um, yeah, my, my, my previous answers, I would say just start going to events. Um, I, and I can understand like being on your own, being flying solo in a situation like that can be a little intimidating sometimes. And I, I'm going to be honest for me, even though part of the podcast, I go to Tiki events, um, and as I still feel um, sometimes like I don't, I don't know. Everybody loves sunshine. So it's like we've literally been pushed out of the way and been like, yeah, 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 yeah. We just want to talk to sunshine. And so it's like, you you know, you got to have a little bit of a of a thick skin. And I would just say, go for it. But that goes for up. going out in any group where. But that's what I'm saying. Like, where, I feel like I'm like. Where 80% the outsider of the people sometimes. already know each other. Yeah. But I feel like an outsider sometimes because. Um, yeah. Just because of people. I think it's just natural. Just naturally. Just because everybody wants sunshine. Oh, so wow. it's like. Start. I feel like a little bit of a. Well, I'm going to compare. So, I'm going to compare. Compare the gay community to the tiki community. If you come to one and we're there, please come and say hi and introduce yourself. Oh, yeah, because absolutely. I don't want you to go and be like, I was there. Nobody talked to me. Make sure you mention yourself. Make sure you tell us. I've what's had people message me on social media and say like, oh, I saw you at this event and I saw you at this event, but I didn't want to bother you. I didn't want to say hi. And please I reply to hi. them and I say like, we are nobodies. Yeah, just say hi. We are we are nobodies. Please say hi. Like come, yeah. <laughs> Please. And and just know that 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 I am like the worst person with names. So like Okay, but I'm comparing the gay community to the tiki community. Okay. They're both very they're both small communities within larger communities and they're both niche, right? There's only so many gay people plus allies and there's so many only so many people who are kind of tiki files and really into it, right? And so the odds of us all knowing each other are pretty high. Like 
if you if you date a gay man, chances are within a geographic area, you have both also dated one of the same people. That is just going to be the reality. It's the same in the tiki community. Have you and your husband dated the same person? Ever? We have. That's just it's just it's just the way it is. Yeah, it is. So, um, okay, now. Yeah, straight people don't have that problem. So without social media, there usually. There aren't a lot of super great sites out there anymore because he's right. Tiki Central is gone. Critiki is gone. And it would be nice if we had some older HTML or just websites. So what you really have to do if you're not going to go on social media is you can literally use our podcast and the links to spring over to others. But you can also... Look Listen at the other a- Tiki podcasts. Yes, there yes, is, yes, yes. There's Five Minutes of Rum. Mm-hmm. That is a good one. You can look at um, the Velveteen Lounge Kitchen, which is not Tiki, but is yeah. um, Kitsch. And they will have she's links so, to events and other so things fun. going on on their site. Um, you can look at the... Um, oh, tiki, my God. No, I, I have to get my phone up because... Tiki Trail, right? Is that what it is? Oh, Tiki, tiki trail, trail, which I yeah, was tiki just, trail. Yeah, I was just I was on, uh, yeah. showing the um, Missionary's Downfall, my version of it. And if you go on Tiki Trail, you're going to see other artists and they'll talk about the events and yeah, things that I are coming up around the country. If you don't want to do social media, hit the podcast because that's where you're going to stay a little more current with things. And that's where you're going to see, uh, you know, and also get to know personalities because it's a smaller community and... Yeah, the Desert Oasis Room. That's another podcast that I go. recommend you check out because they have uh, interviews with artists and um, folks from all over the Tiki community. And again, they'll talk about the things that are coming up. Um, look at, and then look at, just type in in searches and type in Tiki in Las Vegas, Tiki in Los Angeles, Tiki in, and just type in those and you will find things Orange where County. there might be a Tiki, like a classic tiki polynesian style surf movie playing at a particular theater or you may find that there is a tasting of tropical cocktails at a highfalutin hotel Mm -hmm. in your city but they just happen to have a tiki tuesday or you may i mean it's really not hard to find stuff but the events are getting harder to go to because unless you've already been going yeah some of them grandfather tickets to previous ticket holders yes and then may not have any left over Whereas uh, Tiki Oasis still has tickets available, but um, yeah, I probably wouldn't go to that one by myself. No, <laughs> it's just no. too much. That would you would be so overwhelmed, and it's a lot of money to pay for it something is. like to just like cha- take a chance and go. But I mean, you know, if he's outgoing, he might be really outgoing. If he's really outgoing, then yeah. But I would try to get in on. Um, Tiki, any of the tiki, other Tiki events, but Tiki Caliente, not this one, it's sold out, but the, yeah. the 2022 Tiki Caliente in May. Well, we'll see. We don't really know. Let's go on to the next if question. It's there, yeah, if we have it, hopefully it'll, it'll, hopefully it'll be there. I am nowhere near a historian, but I do love the history of the culture from the beginning and getting to learn about the transition through decades. But as time goes on and we lose some of the artisans and gatekeepers from the earlier days of Pop Tiki... What would you say are a few things that someone of the younger generation uh, should learn to keep the movement going? Okay, I'm going to start with what you put on your body. Mm. You need to have at least one, if not two or three, real vintage bark cloth tiki shirts. They don't have to be made in Hawaii. 
They were made in Los Angeles. They were made in Hawaii. They were made in lots of places. They were carried in JCPenney's. They were carried in Sears. <laughs> they were carried in lots of places, some of them from uh, the Big Island, some not. Um, but you can go on eBay, for example, and type in bark cloth. That's B-A-R-K-C-L-O-T-H, bark cloth Hawaiian shirt men's or women's, whatever you want. And um, it, or dress for the women's. fabric is heavier, mm-hmm. but it is all cotton. It breathes super well. You don't get hot in it and it doesn't wrinkle in your suitcase. It's wonderful. And when you go to an event, you kind of get noticed when you wear the real thing. Mm-hmm. So that's one way to like fit yeah. in a little bit better as mm-hmm. somebody who has, you know, paid some dues. I'm just going to say, yeah, I have so many in my closet. Yeah, you have a lot. I do, and I organize them by color, because how else are you going to... That's how my closet is organized. You know? Yeah. Um, You're not crazy. So... So that was one way. Yeah, and so what else should you learn to keep the movement going? Um, so let's talk about tiki mugs. I would say, just because I've run into a couple, I would say be curious instead of a mock expert. Like, I mean, they're, they're being curious there. But I mean, like, once you start learning well, a actually, little bit. Well, never, never, never call yourself an expert. Yeah, exactly. But but there are people who are there, like, oh. Well, but there's there's Beach Bumberry, absolutely the expert on tiki drink oh, history. Oh, yeah. And yeah, he deserves yeah. it. And right. no one will question him. Right. No, ben I Kirsten, just, I'm not talking about that. The, I'm talking about your average. Absolutely the expert of yes. tiki history. No one will question him. He absolutely deserves it. But there are so many people that say, like, I'm an expert of this or an expert of that. Don't, so go, don't say that. Don't so go that. listen to Sven. Get his books. Yes. Yes. Um, and if you don't have any of the um, cocktail books by Beach Bumberry, get them. Yes. You can also get the app, Total Tiki, which I recommend. I have it on my phone. I've recommended it before. Mm-hmm. And then make some of those drinks, which will challenge you to seek out and you're in the LA area, so you got access to these ingredients. It will challenge you to learn more about falernum, learn more about fashionola, learn more about honey cream, learn more about yeah. ingredients that are used in tiki drinks that are not used in a lot of other cocktails. And then those, by learning about those things, it teaches you about the background. Where did it come from? How long ago was it invented? Um, what is the history of that particular stuff? And it just kind of forces you to really get more into it. You'll learn more names. But you'll I learn would more also places. say developing your palate because yeah. when we first started this umpteen years ago. <laughs> oh, the pineapple pussy. Yeah. I Yeah. Develop your palate. That was a terrible drink. It, it was a terrible drink. I um, don't even now, remember it. Now I'm going to say buy things from recognized tiki artists Mm -hmm. and also occasionally take a chance on somebody who you just like their style and you've never heard of them. Mm -hmm. So whether that be online. Good advice. Yeah. Or that be at one of the tiki events where they, you know, the sales, the marketplaces. Uh, I, I, I say you should you should try that. Um, because when you go to those places or when you meet those people or you buy their things, you usually get to learn a little bit about the artist and you're of course supporting the community, which means it continues, right? Mm -hmm. Um, tiki mugs are an example of something that's just freaking crazy right now. Mm -hmm. Hundred plus dollar mugs. Oh my God, they are crazy. And there's only one collection that- 
Only one collection yeah. that I keep going, and that is the Tiki Caliente collection. And they're now pushing $100 a mug. Yep. But I, I'm going to keep... The artistry is amazing. Yeah, I mean, they're, some of them have become so intricate. But a lot of bars and places... when you see, places, like, just a, a standard Tiki mug, you're like, oh... Okay. Right, are releasing mugs that cost just a lot. They used to be... Like, a great mug used to be 40 bucks, And I'm only talking five years ago. Mm-hmm. And it has just gone up so fast. Ours was. But there's reasons that it's gone up. The artists are trying to outprice the flippers. Mm-hmm. So the people who take a mug that, you know, makes some profit for the artist and the manufacturer, and um, it's at a reasonable price, like let's say $60. But when they do that, people buy them up and then they flip them for hundreds of dollars online. And it's just ridiculous and shenanigans. So mm-hmm. they've, they've raised their prices and they're making more money. But and that money less, should go to the artisans, But right? they're making the, less mugs. Yeah, they should go to the artists. And there are still flippers, but they're hoping that those prices will help offset some of the flipping. So I say, you know, it's okay to spend 100 bucks on a mug now and then if you really love the design. Never buy it just because it's a tiki mug. Buy it because yeah. you love the design or you love the artist. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's another way. Now, um, there are contemporary bands out there playing good exotica and playing good music there are links on our page and you should also consider um this is something i would definitely do by myself go to one of their live performances Mm -hmm. i wouldn't worry about whether or not i knew anybody there or just take a friend yeah be like we're going to this obscure music thing that you probably never heard of but i think you should come with me and don't worry there'll be drinks and let's go have a good time and that's a good way to get into it too okay i think he's giving you great advice let's move on to the next question Real but less exciting question. Sunshine, I saw Dr. Funk is one of your faves. It totally is. Mm -hmm. Same here. I know some of the original recipes call for light rum. Beach Bum Berries does, for example. So he already knows Beach Bum Berry. And Martin Kate chooses the Black Pot Still Jamaican. I usually don't have light rum at my bar. Well, you should. So I've always gone with the dark Jamaican rum. Kate Mm -hmm. suggests only using Hamilton Pot Still Black. But I can't seem to find any. Bevmo, Total Wine, Mission Liquor, etc. Do you have any suggestions of where to get it? And substitutions. Uh, you can get it at High Times, or High Time, that's H-I-T-I-M-E-S. And if you buy at least six bottles of something, I believe shipping is free or less expensive. They're in Costa Mesa, California. Yes. And they'll even break cases for you depending on what you order. Mm-hmm. So check out High Time in Costa Mesa. And my mom online. went to high school Hightime. with the, I think. My mom went to high school with the owners. Really? Why don't mm-hmm. I get anything out of that? Because <laughs> I don't get anything out of it. <laughs> um, I I usually just throw some Blackwell Smith and Cross. He he knows good rums, or he even does. a mixture with some pussers in. And I've had the Hamilton Pot Still or Gold is good suggestions. So. Um, I think you can find exactly what you're looking for at high time. And if you don't want to drive to Costa Mesa or make a trip. But from Eagle Rock, you know, good day trip. Do it. If you go to high time, it is it is a playground. You're going to just allow yourself time because... Take $500 with you. Yeah. And and you're going to find some rare, bu- some rare to, rums. Try to stick to your budget. And mixers. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they take cards. You, you said is, bring $500 with you. It's not a cash-only place. It is known as the, the place in Southern California where you simply cannot find a better rum selection. Yeah. And don't hesitate to check out I got you your birthday their, rum there. Their clearance aisle. Yeah. They have a clearance section in the back corner mm-hmm. right before you go into the beer room. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes they actually have some pretty decent stuff there. Yeah. That's where I got your birthday rum, if you didn't hear that. Uh, I, I did hear that. 
He says, that is all. Really love listening to you all and just started a bit ago. So have uh, so I've been spending some quarantine going way back to the earlier days. Oh, That's no. awesome. Oh, oh how so. much. Uh, how, wait, oh, so much I've missed out on. <laughs> Great to play while I work. From home or making tiki mm-hmm. drinks in my 700 square foot. Wow, that's a that is a small place. Oh, for quarantine, bless your heart. Uh, anyway, so lastly, Tiki Tea is officially opening back up next Wednesday. Yep, it did. Mm-hmm. And I know it's a ways for you, but I'm gonna try to get my fat ass in those doors as early oh. as I can. If you happen to be coming up, hope to meet you there. Well, here's here's the thing. So believe it or not, there are still tiki bars in the Los Angeles area that I have not been to. Mm-hmm. Al, if the husband and I or the ladies and I head up and go to um, two specific tiki bars in the LA area that we have not been to yet that I do need to get to, um, you know what? I might just throw you a line and say, can you great. join us on this day? Yeah. Because we re- we're really easy to get to know and we like meeting people. So Yes. All right. That is the tiki mail sack Wow, that week. was a long tiki mail sack. I know, but I think people wanted to hear the, that stuff yeah, as well. Yeah, that was good information. Send us your comments to mail at zentikilounge.com. So if you're on the treadmill looking for a laugh, I don't know how funny we were. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. That is definitely true. We'll be right back you'll, here. You'll have to just loop the flamingo min if you uh, miss. In the Zentiki Lounge <laughs> with another cocktail. Yum, yum. Hey, Lonnie, we're back. Yes, we are. And we have another cocktail. Woo! Okay. You want me to talk about this cocktail? Mm-hmm. Okay. So this cocktail is provided by moi. And what it is, is I was, I was strolling through the aisles, getting ready to go out of town to a kind of remote area in California where I knew there probably wouldn't be a good selection of things and I didn't want to just pack up a whole bar's worth of stuff. So I I would have. Yeah, I know you would have, but I didn't want to. And so um, I, in Target, found On the Rocks and it is pre-mixed cocktails. Um, They have four or five different varieties. And what do they have? Margarita, they Mai Tai, a, yeah. old fashioned. Mm-hmm. Else? There was some gin one that was pink, like yeah, bright I don't know pink. what that is. And then there was a jalapeno, jalapeno, um, pineapple, jalapeno margarita. Mm. So I purchased the margarita, the old fashioned for the dark passenger, and the Mai Tai, a couple of the Mai Tais. And we just decided to try it, and it was. You know, it was it was okay. It's not it's not like, oh my god, but it's the best of them that I've had. So, so. I'll, I'll say this: so it's made with Cruzan rum, um, with an exclusive rum blend and natural flavors. It's twenty percent alcohol by volume, so that's the important thing. Mm-hmm. Um, now, as far as a mai tai goes, when you mix the drink, you're still really looking at a drink that's like twenty seven percent alcohol uh, to thirty. So this, it's a little light on the alcohol, but it, you can definitely taste the booze. Uh-huh. I would say of all of the pre-bottled Mai Tais that I've had, if I'm using a scale of 10, I'm going to give this one a 6. Now, wait, it, what is 10, though? Is 10 like like an actual Mai Tai that you would make? 10 has or never is, happened. 
Right. Okay. Let me let me make but that I'm clear. But I'm saying, is your ten that like in order for something to have a ten, it would have to be like ordering a mai tai Correct. in one of your favorite places. Ten is, ten is an actual like mixed a bartender. Drink. Okay. Yes. Like a bartender quality in a good place where they're not just throwing grenadine right. down your throat. So I'm gonna okay. give this one a six, and the most I've found is like a seven, maybe an eight. Mm. And that was by Proof Cocktails, which I they're canned drinks. I do I do like them. They're my oh, favorite. Okay. Their mai tai is I think I think it's like. 27 or 30% alcohol by volume, and the can is two drinks. Um, but this one... It's a bottle with a it, cork The smell, top. Yeah. the aroma... Is Mai Tai. Says, says mai pretty tai. close to a Mai Tai. And I will say, I think the... Now, I do not like them old-fashioned, but the Dark Passenger and your husband both lo- liked it. And said it was, and you said it was no, good. No, it, it is good. The old fashioned is good. I it's hate hard, old it's fashioned. It's hard to though. f up a bottled old fashioned or a <laughs> bottled uh, Manhattan because they're just spirits, mm-hmm. and so there you don't have to worry about fruit juices and other things not lasting and being uh, pasteurized and then losing flavor. You don't have to worry about that, and so you can nail those fairly easily. But anytime you're using fruit juice, generally it is going to be a couple of things that are going to help it lose flavor. It is going to be from concentrate. Mm -hmm. You lose flavor there. Yeah. It is going to be pasteurized, heated. Mm -hmm. You lose flavor there. Um, It is going to, they're going to want to then try to make up for the flavor you're losing. And so they'll add like. Artificial flavors. Lime oils. Yeah. Or lime flavoring to make Mm -hmm. up for the loss of flavor you're getting in the juice from pasteurizing it and heating it up. And I'm just going to say when I had this. I, I wasn't like, mm, oh my gosh, it's so but good. But it's too sweet. Yeah, I would say that. And he's more fresh lime juice, which and I actually, did squeeze more lime. That's what I was going to say. When I when I made it for myself, I did put a Myers rum float in it, and I did add more lime to it. I didn't. I forgot to bring mint. I was going to pick some. We mint. garnished with mint. Yeah, of we course. did today. But I at I I have some in my garden. I meant to pick Al, and didn't. Do you have a potted or patio mm, yes. mint bush? Because if you don't. Get, one. get on that. Yeah. Yes. Spearmint. Spearmint. Yeah, not peppermint. Not peppermint. Spearmint. Yeah. Get on that. You need to have that. Um, so I'm just going to say, like, as far as my ties go, it would not be, like, for me, okay, I am not the connoisseur and the perfectionist that that Well, if I ordered this is. at a bar, I wouldn't order it again. I'm going to say, that's what I was going to say. I'm like... For being stranded in the, not, I shouldn't say stranded because you know it was it was a nice time with my um, my parents we went with so I I enjoyed it for as get the purpose of getting me a little buzz it was it was okay but it does but, have a fakeness to it there's a but I would not order this if I or if I ordered this in a bar I would not but given the situation that I was in where the local place here said ooh. The Mai Tai is so yummy, and I looked, and it was red-ish pink. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not ordering that shit. This was yeah. better than that would have been. So the On the Rocks premium cocktail pre-bottled version of the Mai Tai made with Cruzan rum is, it's drinkable. Yeah, it is drinkable. It's just Whereas a- five is drinkable, six is just a little more than drinkable. Um, and the alcohol content is decent, not great. So it's higher yeah. than wine, way higher than beer. So that's good, right? Anyway, <laughs> there, we reviewed it. Yep, there we go. So, On the Rocks, if you want it, if you want to try it. Um, Where'd you get you, it? I got a Target. I would say I said, that's yeah, where Target. I saw it, too. Yeah, Target. And, I I mean, 
for being stranded, like I said, and I didn't want to pack a bunch of shit. You can, I just took Myers with me and I just took limes with me and some oranges for the old fashioned for the esposo. Now, what do I do when I'm traveling and I know I won't be near a bar and I don't want to bring my whole bar you is? pack all your shit. Actually, I you just, make a cocktail and put it I in. I just in take stuff. Yeah. the cocktail that I want to enjoy mm-hmm. or the two or three cocktails that I want to enjoy. Yeah. I expand the recipe by five or ten and I bottle it and I take it with me. Yeah, I didn't have patience for that. And then, even if you don't keep it chilled for two or three days in a refrigerator, don't worry. The alcohol content's high enough. Nothing's going to grow in two or three days. You're fine. As long as you're not getting on a plane and have to deal with pressure, you're fine. Train, car, boat, whatever, you're fine. Now, I will say um, that uh, if I had thought about it enough ahead of time, I would have just made the uh, my favorite that drink that I can't think of the name of right now. Marooned. No, 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 no. I can't do that many maroons anymore. Scurvy I'm, killer. Yes, the scurvy killer. Oh, scurvy killer bottles really well. Yeah, I would have just made the scurvy killer and taken it with... Go to zentigolance.com and look up scurvy killer. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I'm, make it all the time, but I just, at the time, I was like, I'm in Target. I'm leaving in like four hours, you know, and so I'm like, I got to go. Um, I think I read this review, but I want to read it again. It's from iTunes. More fucking reviews? Yeah. This one, it says, a vacation for my <laughs> we ears. We appreciate your review. Five stars. My I dude, always look boring. forward. We're just reading questions and reviews. Okay, go I ahead. I always Sorry. look forward to the new episode. It is a vacation for my ears. Oh, that's sweet. I and do that like is, that. That is by Shonda Wanderer. I'm sorry, Shonda. I'm just, I just feel like we're just only giving reviews and reading emails right now. We need to do something. Well, we did the flamingo, but we need something more entertaining. Our poor, our poor treadmill customer, uh, our listeners, customers, <laughs> our poor listeners that are on the treadmill right now are like, oh my God. Now we have another, so we have another, um, another review that we're going to say for when star shines here because it's finally about her. But okay. um, this other one is from oh, my star shine, my Texas love. bat tiki. Mm. Thanks, Sunshine and crew, for introducing me to the high tiki culture. I don't know if we introduced you to the high tiki culture. And actually, high tiki culture, that's a misnomer. Um, (laughs) There's there's no high tiki. You're a fucking snob, Sunshine. Me? Yeah. Oh. High tiki culture is a misnomer. It takes me (laughs) one whole episode to to mow my lawn. That means you have a big lawn. Oh, I it's love an hour it. Long. You must, you know what? You must have a, well, maybe they're, maybe they're edging and, and doing the, the, the weed eater and, and shit. And the, and the grass is growing real fast right now. So please give us more episodes. Your nice. show is a must listen radio for the whole Aww. neighborhood while drinking Mai Tais by the pool on Saturday because Yay. we play it real loud on the outdoor speakers. I love that. <laughs> That's awesome. So here's Thank my you. question. We're gin drinkers. Is it possible to make a Mai Tai like drink with gin? Why? If not, what's the next best thing? Does gin go well with falernum? So I have first, an answer. No, no, no. I have an answer. Okay. So what you're going to do is you're just going to make a Mai Tai and you're just going to put it in grandfather's old medicine cabinet and it'll taste like gin. You'll be fine. <laughs> That's my take on gin. <laughs> gin tastes like grandfather's medicine cabinet to me. Okay, now it's I'm turn. going to tell you to use <laughs> the Trader Vic's 1944 recipe. Okay. Google it. It's easy to find for Mai Tai. And instead of the Martinique rum, use gin. I 
love that you can answer this question. And then, please still use the dark Jamaican rum. Mmm. So I love follow the rums. recipe and just interchange the Martinique rum with the gin, and I think you'll be quite happy. Yes. Now he what asked. he said. He asked, can I use gin and falernum? Hell yes. Oh, I love falernum. Hell yes, you can. Poor pumpkin. She's really missing out. Just do a gin sour and mm. use falernum as the sour. Oh, so I, I Just off the of top that. of my head, I'm going to say this. Two ounces gin. Half an ounce of falernum, one ounce lime or lemon. You choose. Stir with ice. Mm -hmm. Strain into a glass filled with ice. Mm -hmm. Enjoy. Wow. I have to tell you, while we were gone, we did go to this one place and they had a, a... dark cherry mojito that mm-hmm. actually was really, really good. And it actually tastes like cherry? Yeah. Well, that's And it good. had, well, it did, and it it used, I took I took a picture of the recipe. It used, I think it was Crucian dark cherry rum. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. they, 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 do, they do have one, okay. yeah. I don't know if it's dark cherry, but they have a cherry, yeah. Yeah, but they did muddle two... Marciano cherries in it. Mint. You mean maraschino? Yeah, whatever the fuck it is. Um, I'm drunk. Leave me alone. <laughs> okay, so um, before we hit the end of the show. And it was tasty. I want to. I'm going to read you a crazy dream I had. Oh my gosh, you guys, listeners. I'm so sorry. Okay, so it, this is the dream. At least he's not going to talk to you about his Hershey Highway. While staying at a casino. I was up all night gambling, of course. Of course. And um, let's see here. So, Did I tell you about my dream of you at a casino gambling? No, not yet, but mine first. Okay, you go. So I'm staying at Harrah's, and um, it says, this is what I wrote. And I, I woke up, and I, I I voice texted this into my phone. With the dragon and the witches and needing the puka shells to save the, the day. Oh there was God. also an orc. Or two. Wait, and wait, wait. Everybody is this was on just... a slot machine or, P- or these are characters there? No, this is the dream. I don't even know. Oh, wow. There was also an orc or two and everybody was just so nonchalant what about the, the fact that there may or may not be a dragon somewhere nearby. The puka shells were needed just in case the dragon did show up because apparently dragons don't like puka shells. The witch was only slightly ugly, but she was very knowledgeable and she was very nice in a way but not good with people. Towards the later half of the dream, actual people from my life life were woven into it. For example, my old childhood friend showed up and decided to tell me that he decided no longer to stay at his parents' house when he was in town because they had to sell it because his mother decided to become a lesbian very late in life and his parents divorced. And this is actually not true because his parents are still together. And now that I'm transcribing this, I also recall there was some sort of a penis measuring thing, not a contest, but it did come up somehow. I don't really remember. And I recall being very surprised that one of my friends had such a large one. And when he put it down on the scale, like measuring things, it didn't measure in inches, but it measured in the words that would describe one of that size. What I, the I, don't, hell I don't know what that are means. You saying? His his just went I'm across sorry, the line and said amaze balls. You're fucking <laughs> so ridiculous. I don't even understand what the fuck you just said. Uh, You're gonna have to put like an NC17 rating on this or something for all my F bombs, but 
I, yeah. Oh my um, God. I just don't know. And and now, and I have two other dreams where I've transcribed them after I woken up and maybe we'll talk about one in the next episode, but that, yeah. I just, I wake up in the middle of the night, usually like at 5 a.m., 4 a.m. or something wow. like that. and you just start talking about your dream. And I'm like, I need to put this into the phone and record this. You do. Now, I'm looking for one I sent to Sunshine because I had a dream about her in a casino with you. Yeah. Did I tell you that I made vegan tacos for dinner a couple weeks ago and I turned the toilet into a brown watercolored fantasy short after, shortly after? Oh, see, I was sorry, trying to save you from this, listeners. I'm sorry I couldn't find that dream fast enough to save you from his Hershey Highway conversation. I can't remember what vegan meat substitute I used. I want to well, say... Well, that's shitty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. What does this one do? No, we don't want cheers. Yeah, I like that one better. <laughs> Did you find what you're looking for? No, but it was a casino dream and I had to save Starshine and you were in it and you were like a, you were like a gambling maniac and I had to save. So like normal? Yeah, but like, no, like you could not be torn away. So like Like, normal? No, it was worse than normal. (laughs) No, it was, it was, it was like, you were like, if I am torn away. Oh my. Why are you interrupting me? <laughs> and I had to save Starshine for some reason, and I can't remember right now, but I t- when I woke up, I typed it all out to her and sent it to her. And I was like, oh my God, I just had this dream. I was like, I had to save you. And like, I woke up feeling like I had to like go protect Starshine and save her. Is it hot in this tiki bar? It's just a Dude, little hot. You're, you're asking a perimenopausal woman if it's hot. <laughs> it's always fucking hot. Okay? I'm going to turn the air conditioning back on. <laughs> I love that you can do it from your phone. Well, I mean, why would I want to yes, get up? Right. That's one benefit of the the husband being so like dialed into all the technology. Is like, yes. Now, I'll tell you though. but Your told, husband I, and mine are like... Are like uh, soulmates on this one accord. But do a lot of the technology things go wrong for you too? Yes, I can here's, never get the shit to do uh, what he says it's supposed to yeah, do. Yeah, here's here's an example. It's bullshit. So he gets up in the morning at like four fifteen a.m. to get ready for work, mm-hmm. and his coffee pot's on a timer, so it like kicks in at like four thirty, and it, it's brewing while he's taking a shower. But he also has it set so that. These stairwell lights come on so that when he walks downstairs, it. the lights are already on because the sun's <laughs> not up yet. Right. And then the lights in the kitchen go on a dim setting so his eyes aren't burdened by bright light early in the morning. Wow. And like all of this just kind of happens according to oh his schedule, gosh. right? But I will say things like, hey, Siri, turn off the living room lights. And, and she Siri, won't fucking and listen Siri to you. Siri will say, I'm sorry, I'm not set up to do that. Yeah, because she's a though, bitch. Even though she just did it an hour ago. I have a feeling they have programmed Siri to not listen to us. Something like that. It is. So Siri rejects they just me all the time. fuck with us. She rejects me all the time. She is. She's a bitch. Okay, now, um, I need to talk about my cat Mai Tai. Oh, my baby. And my, my, velvet, my, and my baby. velvet comforter. But Mai Tai is my baby, so you better only say nice things. The cat... Has learned the sweet, sweet angel. So we just keep the velvet comforter folded up on the end of the bed well, by our feet. Summer, because you don't it's fucking summer, need a velvet right? comforter. We don't need it. But the cat has made the velvet comforter like his permanent home, and he likes to take his claws and dig them into the folded. Oh, of course, comforter. Uh huh. And then as he stretches, he pulls it over himself and creates a little tunnel. Oh. 
and then he just lets his little nose and whiskers oh, poke out, so poke, damn out cute. poke out the end of it. And if you like walk by, he goes, meow. Aww. Meow. Does he chirp at all? No, no, he doesn't he do that. He never does the brr. No. Okay. Uh, my female no, cat, no. she does a lot of chirping. I've only had male cats most of my life, but now I've had a female cat and she chirps all the time. The vinyl ran out, but I'm not going to flip it because we're at the end of the episode and okay. I just don't care. And also I'm inebriated. And I'm Are just... you upset about the the velvet comforter and his ultimate? No, ult- he hasn't been ultimate, snagging. Ultimate he hasn't been snagging it, so I'm fine. That's good. He's care. adorable. I need a snack. You, I want a picture. Of oh him and the comforter oh yeah I'm pretty sure I've sent that on the group text before uh, maybe but but sometimes I had to turn off notifications because it was interrupting everything in my class I know sometimes our group texts like a hundred times a day yeah and if I'm you especially with distance learning if I'm using that shit it's like I had to just turn I it understand off. I have my gay group on mute as well because they will sometimes post a meme of something inappropriate inappropriate and you NSFW, can have that at work NSFW can't have yes. that at work and also um. I just don't care sometimes. Like, I'm just like not interested, not interested. Right. Yeah. There's that. Yeah. Well, anywho. All right. But it's hard so. because sometimes I look and I'm like, damn, 87 notifications, 87 <laughs> messages. What the F man? Oh, see that? See that? I didn't actually say the F bomb. Yeah. Um, I must be sobering up. We're at the end of the show. Kaylani. I'm gone on this fucking line. Oh, there. So you much for a, the You need up. a snack as well. I do. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for joining us here in the Zen Tiki Lounge. This is the Tiki Bar that lives in your head. It is yes, a place is. That, that exists in your mind, yet you cannot come visit. So sorry. I'm so sorry. But we hope to see you at an event sometime or a bar please. randomly yes. or one of and my please, many trips please, to please. Vegas with Starshine. Please, we are like normal people. Like, just please introduce yourselves. Yeah. We say, hey, we're listeners because that makes our day. It makes there us happy. Are, there are 15,000 people listening to this podcast, but in the scheme of things, that is like we still have, yeah. really low bar. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And we have, and we only know like not even a hundred of them. No, Maybe a, it's more yeah. than that. Oh, okay. We don't know. A, okay. But 15,000 and we don't even know a thousand of them. So, so we don't even. Stupid. <laughs> um, so it's the alcohol talk. We're actually recording another podcast tomorrow. Woo! In in listener world, and it will since be since the dark passenger is in the middle of the. It'll be a week apart, but Eastern in Sierra our lives, Mountains. it'll be two days in a row. Yeah. But Tomorrow they, is all the ladies. It's yeah, it's going to be time so to wrangle. Much fun. Time to wrangle the cat. Hey, I just want to say I am always. The good girl on that one. And I'm usually a bad girl. Starshine's the worst. Mm-hmm. And Pumpkin's pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always try to be like listening to you. I do. Yeah, that's an episode where I just drill. I just pull their microphones down to zero and you can still hear them on our because microphones. Because he likes but... to hear himself. No, because they are like having a side conversation <laughs> yeah, about some true. dress they found on that's Amazon. True. And it's just. I... Or something you said and we're just talking shit about you. About yeah. It. And yeah. it's just not what m- my podcast is about. <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about sunshine on on the podcast. We do not talk about Fight Club. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, we don't talk about the cop podcast on the podcast. Go on iTunes, look at Zentiki Lounge, leave us a five-star review, but then yes. say anything in the comments that you like. And we love talk it when you get shit. snarky with the comments. Yes, talk shit about us. Or super creative as long as it's a five-star review. On the next episode, Star we Shine have a comment a about Starshine. I'm especially a fan of that. Ooh. And it is a great example of just what kind of reviews we're looking for. That's I mean, awesome. We hate I can't to put wait. it out there and say, just give us five stars, but here's the review we want. But that's what we're doing. I mean, it's fine. Yeah. 
Okay. So, yeah. Sorry. Thank you for joining us here mm-hmm. in this Antique Lounge. And until next time, mahalo. mahalo.